And when it comes to getting buy-in, it's about the long-term relationship. You're not just about getting their buy-in for today and for this week or for this month. It's about consistently getting their buy-in. So thinking longer term, how do you retain these stakeholders? How do we retain these individuals as part of our team? How can we continuously ensure that they are continuously buying in? I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. If one of the most important requirements in your role is to build and maintain stakeholder relationships, you might have noticed that it's also important to be able to get buy-in. Whether or not you deal with external or internal stakeholders, how do you get their buy-in? How do you ensure that they are committed to the projects? How do you make sure that they are committed to you and your suggestions? In this video, what I want to share with you are four key strategies on how to get that buy-in from stakeholders, internal and external alike. And to make it easier, I'm going to present these strategies that they all start with the letter M. So these are four M's. So let's go. And by the way, if you haven't done so already, remember to subscribe to my channel, ring the notification bell as well, so that you can be notified every single week I release videos like this and so much more. Let's go. Buy-in strategy number one, which is M number one, stands for motivate by their values. When it comes to stakeholders, stakeholders are human. Anytime you are in a business, you are dealing with human beings. And human beings are dedicated to the things that are most important. Most, most important is the hierarchy of values. When it comes to a person's values, any individual has a system of values. The thing that's the most important, the thing that is the second most important, the third most important, and so on. This is a system of value. The problem is that anytime you work with an individual, anytime you come into a relationship with a stakeholder, you have two individuals coming together with very different hierarchy of values, very different systems of values. Understand that your stakeholders will have their own systems of values. And that's why motivation through values is important. The reason why is because individuals are dedicated to fulfilling those values. Whatever is highest in those values, the number one priority, which is the most important, that's what stakeholders are dedicating their time to. That's what they're dedicating their energy to. That's what they dedicate their attention to, what is the most important in their values. And they also, your stakeholders, will be intrinsically driven and motivated by their values as well. So here's the strategy, motivate by their values. If there are internal stakeholders, if they're internal to the organization in which you work, This is the strategy to motivate by the organizational values, because chances are if they're internal, their personal values will be in line with the with the values of the overall organization. However, if they're external, external means that they are outside of the organization that you work, but they are still stakeholders. They still have a stake in your projects. The key to motivating in their values as well is to motivate according to their personal and professional values, because they are external stakeholders. And when you understand what their values are and truly what their values are, 
how they're aligned with the organization in the case of internal stakeholders and what their personal and professional values are with respect to external stakeholders. This is important in your communications to be able to speak in accordance with those values, that you be clear on them. When you speak in accordance to someone's values, they open up to you. They trust you. They know that you have their backs. They know that you are going to be trustworthy and disciplined in that as well. And they're open to hearing suggestions. Think about that. What happens when someone comes, comes across your side and they, you meet someone for the first time and they're communicating to what's important to you? They're able to speak towards your highest priorities. Don't you open up to them? Don't you feel that they understand you? Don't you feel that they, that don't you feel them more trustworthy to be able to solve problems than come for you to go to them for the problems as well? And that's a human quality. When we hear and we can see and hear that someone understands, they can demonstrate that they understand what's important to you. You label them as friendly. You label them as resourceful. You label them as trustworthy, right? So reflect on that. And if you have to, listen to this part again. So the strategy for strategy to getting buy-in is to motivate by their values. Buy-in strategy number two, the second M is mind the retention. Mind the retention. What do I mean by that? Retention. When you retain a relationship, when you retain an individual on your team, because let's face it, you want to build and maintain relationships with your stakeholders, which means that you are retaining these stakeholders on your team. They're a part of your team, whether they are internal or external stakeholders. And when it comes to getting buy-in, it's about the long-term relationship. You're not just about getting their buy-in for today and for this week or for this month. It's about consistently getting their buy-in. So thinking longer term, how do you retain these stakeholders? How do we retain these individuals as part of our team? How can we continuously ensure that they are continuously buying in? Because buying in is not just one singular event. They don't just buy into your project in the beginning and they stay bought into it. They continuously buy in. They continuously make that decision again and again as the project evolves, as the project grows, as the project requires more resources. So mind the retention, think longer term. This is a longer term relationship that you're building with internal and external stakeholders. Buy-in strategy number three, the third M is meaningful context. Meaningful context, what do I mean by that? When it comes to getting buy-in from your stakeholders, they're coming in into an environment, an environment that you are providing, an environment that you are optimizing, and an environment that potentially you are growing as well. But what is the context of your environment? What are the contextual features? In other words, the details on your project, the involvement, the resources you have available to you, who else is involved in it, who else is collaborating into it. These are examples of the contextual features. And the features are important because when stakeholders are buying into it, they're not just wanting to know what their responsibilities are. They want to know what they're getting into. When you are articulating the contextual features of the environment you're bringing them into, they are, you're, you're essentially competing. You're vying for their attention. You're vying for their time and effort. And they have a lot of other competing projects that are a part of already. So how can you get their buy into this? This is where they got to understand what's the contextual features. How meaningful are they? Your ability to be able to demonstrate meaningfulness in this context will be important. And it also goes back to the first strategy in terms of being able to communicate in the context of their values. But this is developing and articulating the meaningfulness of the context of the features of your team, of the projects and so on. So how can you articulate that? And what I mentioned earlier was in terms of who else is involved as a collaborator, because this is important. Stakeholders want to know who else is here, what other collaborators are there. And sometimes an individual on your team, an individual, an individual who's part of your project can go a long ways with respects to building relationships with stakeholders or a potential 
connection that stakeholders can have. And that's an example of a key contextual feature. So think this through, meditate on it. What is the meaningfulness of the context that I'm, that I'm inviting them into? How can I articulate that in a way that demonstrates value and also that demonstrates your understanding of what's important to them, that demonstrates your understanding of their priorities, right? So that is the third strategy is meaningful context. If you're listening to this and you're taking notes and maybe you're nodding your head and you're wondering, I want to go deeper into this. How do I articulate the context? Maybe you're thinking, I want to understand how do I under, how do I know what their values are? Or maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, how do I know how to be able to get their buy-in? This is the, this is like what I do, but how do I do this? If you're serious about building and maintaining relationships, if you're serious about becoming more visible in front of your stakeholders and maintaining these longer term relationships, then I invite you to work with me. Every single week, I provide executive level training on how to get buy-in with stakeholders, how to maintain these meaningful long-term relationships, and more importantly, how to create an equitable, fair exchange between you and the stakeholders internally or externally. This is a very strategic training that I provide. And if you're serious about this, having these skill sets for yourself, then I invite you to book a call with me. Down below this video, there is a link. The very first link is an application to my executive coaching program where I teach these strategies and so much more. And if you're serious about that, click the link below, fill out that simple form and either myself or a member of my team will speak to you. And I look forward to seeing you on the inside. And the final strategy to get buy-in is M number four, which is manage their objections. Objections. When it comes to getting buy-in, that is not too different from selling, from getting a sale, from closing a deal. And one of the most important skills to making that deal is to be able to handle objections. So there's two parts to handling objections, especially stakeholder objections. It's a little bit different from getting a new client because these are internal or external stakeholders. In this context of stakeholder management, one of the, one, the first part of it is to be able to ident- identify risks. What are the risks that the stakeholder would have identified that could cause a red flag or a hesitation to move forward? or a hesitation to buy, say yes. What is that consideration? So this is where it's important for you yourself to be able to document all potential risks and consideration and be able to think through how can you provide that safety net? How can you provide a documentation of your plan, your premeditated plans to moving forward to mitigate those risks? What is your premeditated plan? That's the first part. The second part is to understand what are their personal considerations that might cause them, that might give them pause to buy in. What might they be to be able to premeditate these considerations ahead of time? And for each of their considerations to be able to provide commentary on what, how that is going to be handled, how that is going to be addressed, and more importantly, how that could be reduced in such a way that their stakeholders can see a fair exchange coming through in getting buy in. 